in your face. I am rapt to have Josh Sanders in the studio to chat about Bombshell for Midsummer. Thank you so much for having me. Tell us about Bombshell. Oh, where to begin? Um, so this is the latest in my series of boylesque vaudevilles, I'm calling them. So it's a boylesque variety show. Um, we've got all kinds of things going on. We've got campy costumes. We've got choreography. We've got circus. We've got singing. There's all sorts. Um, it's an hour straight through and you'll have an absolute ball. It's, it's an hour of joy. Blondes do have more fun. That's one of your advertising kind of lines for the show, but it also is a good description because you play a lot of blonde bombshells. Yeah, well, I was looking back at all the songs that I've done and all the songs that I'm doing in this show and I'm going, there's a bit of a trend because, you know, there's Marilyn Monroe and Doris Day and Mae West and I'm going, I'm also blonde myself. So I was like, oh, maybe I can do a reworking of this, like, traditional idea of what the bombshell is. What is a bombshell? Well, it's kind of a bit ambiguous. I mean, it can kind of be what you want it to be, but it's usually like a blonde. There's usually like they're quite um, stunning and, you know, like a bit sexy Um, and, you know, like just really like uh, fabulous and over the top is, I think, kind of the attitude around it. So that's kind of what I've tried to encapsulate in the show. Like it's, it's a sexy kind of fabulous kind of romp. And you you interpret all these amazing women who have so much relevance to the queer community. They really are queer icons. Um, Yeah, kind of, what does that feel like? I think... I don't know about everyone else, but for me, when I was growing up and I was obsessed with old Hollywood musicals and... I, th- I don't even think I was aware of it at the time, but I look back and I go, I really wanted to be them, you know? Like, I'd watch Marilyn Monroe in Doing Diamonds, A Girl's Best Friend, and I just wanted to be that, you know? I wanted to be that fabulous, and I wanted to have all those men dancing around me, and, you know, I'm the centre of, attr- of attention, and I'm wearing this fabulous costume, Um and I, I feel like that's probably why, as gay men, we're so drawn to the diva and the bombshell is because they they encapsulate this this confidence and this um, this fabulousness and this this uh, beauty, which I think we are just really drawn to. Was there a moment in particular when you were a kid watching one of those, you know, movies, say, on a Saturday afternoon and you saw a blonde bombshell perform? Is there a wow moment that you can remember? Um, I can't remember one specific moment, but I do remember one moment when I was in my bedroom alone and I lined up all my teddy bears along the wall and I put on like a little floor show for them in my bedroom. And I think I I can't even remember what I sang, but it was probably a a bombshell kind of song. And um, I kind of didn't really think anything of it at the time, but looking back, I'm going, oh, I've kind of always had this in me, you know, like even as a kid, I loved to perform these numbers and to feel that, that, um, that diva quality. Did you ever think that you would do that? Because you've made quite a career out of it. You know, I mean, you're Ziegfeld's boy, you know, you do so many of these great stage musical performances, interpreting so many incredible artists. Yeah. Well, I think, so I grew up in Adelaide, which is um, you know, I love it to death, but it's it's a much more conservative place. And so, you know, I studied musical theatre and I kind of thought that that was... I never even considered this, what I do now, as as kind of a career option. I didn't... I didn't think it, it it didn't exist, therefore I thought it couldn't exist. And so, yeah, I thought, you know, I want to do musicals, obviously, because I must, you know, I like all these old Hollywood musicals. That must mean that I want to do musical theatre. And so I pursued that for a while and I just wasn't getting the fulfilment from it that I thought I would. And 
a few things happened. Uh, one of them was that I was in the Full Monty, the musical, a few years ago. And, of course, that's where they do a bit of a strip and, and all that sort of stuff. And I went, you know, I really like this. And then... I kind of reevaluated all the, the things that I liked growing up about the old Hollywood musicals. And I was like, do you know what? I think I actually want to be those women. And, you know, something that luckily had been drummed into us when I did my musical theatre degree was, you know, that it's really important that you do make your own work. And, you know, that's that's a really great way to to be able to express yourself and to be able to, to have work when you're between shows. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to write my own show since this doesn't exist I will make it exist. And so, yeah, I created the first show, which was Sugar Babies, about five or six years ago. And, um, yeah, the response was really great. And I had so much fun doing it that I just I just decided I would keep doing it. And I've sort of, you know, expanded and refined the kind of genre that I've created since then. So of all these amazing women that you interpret in Bombshell, is there one in particular that you feel incredible empathy with? Do you know what? I keep coming back to, and, you know, she's not technically a blonde, although she kind of is. I feel a real affinity for Barbara Streisand. And I think it's because she has this really unique intersection between, like, she's incredible at comedy, but then she's also got this sensual kind of um, just innate sexuality about her. And I I just love that dichotomy. Like, um you wouldn't think the two go hand in hand, but they do. And so I think I, I'm doing a one Barbara number in this show and I did one in the last and I just resonated so well with those songs. I think that's who I identify with the most. It's really high energy and you've got a real reputation for putting on a really entertaining kind of, you know, segue between the artists that you interpret as well. Um, how much effort do you put into that or is it kind of spontaneous how that kind of happens? It's all very well planned. It's funny, people come to see the shows and some of them are going... It's just an hour of mayhem. Like, you never know what's coming next. But it is, it's very, very carefully thought out. And there's a lot of things to consider because there's a lot of costume changes and a lot of logistical stuff that you've got to do as well. So I spend months putting together the script and the running order and trying to find links between songs, but then also being aware of this person has to change costume here. This person's bringing on a piece of set here just to make sure that the show flows really well. Who does your costumes? Uh, I've actually done the costumes myself for the last two shows. So I did have a costume designer for a show I did a few years ago called Scoundrels. And the costumes were great, but I sort of looked at it and I realised that I'd essentially gone to that designer and gone, this is exactly what I want, just do this. And then I sort of stepped back and I thought, why don't I just do that (laughs) since I know exactly what I want? And it's kind of become one of my favourite parts of producing the shows is it's so much fun putting together all the looks and all the costumes and, and, um, yeah, it's it's great fun. And it must really have an impact on your performance because you made the costumes and it kind of must help with your connectivity to the songs as well. Yeah. Just being hours and hours making the costumes. Absolutely. And that's something that I put into when I'm writing the show as well is I'm already starting to think about what would I be wearing and you know there's different um, kind of ways that I go about it you know some songs I do like an homage to the original costume Um, some songs I'll take in a completely new direction Um, so yeah that's something that I'm thinking about all the way back when I'm writing the shows as well and it really helps to to embody the song when you finally get 
onto the stage and you're doing the song live. It's amazing because people think of you as this incredibly high energy camp, um, you know, fabulous singer, but they don't realise perhaps that you are writing these shows as well and you are putting hours and weeks and months constructing them. That is a real skill to have. Yeah, and it's kind of like necessity is a mother of invention, right? Because um, when you're doing this level of theatre, you know, it's fringy, you know, it's midsummer. You know, I don't have a lot of money to do to put into these, and so a lot of the time it's just like, well, there's no one else to do it. I'm just going to do it myself. <laughs> so I end up being the writer, the costume designer, you know, the music arranger, the lighting designer. You know, I'm doing it all, um, which you know is is out of necessity. But I also love it because, as I said before, you know, these shows for me are, are about expressing this this vision and this this idea that I have in my head, and so to be able to actually have oversight into all those elements and, and put them together myself is is really special. It sounds like you prefer being in shows that you've created as opposed to ones that other people have created? Definitely. I think just just the fact that... I mean, I, I love performing in musicals, but musicals are a different beast altogether because you're, you're almost like a cog in a machine because, you know... When Wicked comes to Australia, it's the same as the West End and the Broadway production. And so this is where you have to stand and this is how you have to sing this song and this is how long you have to hold this note and this is what you have to wear. And while that's enjoyable to a certain extent, for me, I, as you said, really get enjoyment out of shows that I've created because you get to step the next level up, which is... I actually get to decide what songs I sing, what notes, how long I hold my notes for, what I wear, you know, all of this stuff, which is, the, I think, the part that I find more exciting. You love this production. I can tell. You love Bombshell. I do. <laughs> I've come straight from rehearsals, so I think I'm on a bit of a, you know, rehearsal high. <laughs> it's so much fun. It's It's just like... I don't even know how to put it into words. It's just like I've taken my brain out and just thrown it at the wall. <laughs> and you really exude that that love of it. What was rehearsal like today? Uh, it was it was great. Um, we were working on this hilarious song. It's called uh, Show Off, where I do like there's like every dance move you can think of compressed into like three minutes. <laughs> and like it's one of those, you know, classic, um, you know, we finish the song and we're like panting on the spot because it's just like so intense. Um, but the cast of Bombshell are lovely. So for the first time I've got four four boys dancing behind me and they're all just so incredibly lovely. I feel so blessed because I think, you know, one of the things that's not so great about this industry is that there can be a lot of politics and a lot of, you know, bitchiness and all this sort of stuff. The cast that we have are just beautiful and just love the work, love working with each other, always saying yes and, you know, and it's it's just the best environment to be in. Bombshell sounds like a very collaborative production. Tell us about the people involved in how many. Yeah, so we've got a choreographer, uh, Jonathan Holmesy, who... Uh, oh, you, love yes, him. Love yes. Him. Absolute genius and possibly the funniest person I've ever met. Um, this is the first time we've worked together. So, wow. yeah, I've actually had the same choreographer for all my other shows, pretty much. And so I was a bit nervous um, working with someone new, but Green oh my goodness. Green winner. Green room winner. And like just even in the last 12 months, the amount of work um, that that Johnny's done is and just the quality is amazing. And yeah, the second we got into the room and we started, you know, putting together the Corey, I was like, this is meant to be. It's it's amazing. 
you must have a great rapport with those four dancers that you mentioned. Tell us a bit more about them. Yeah, so two of them were in my last show, which was called Ziegfeld Boy, um, George and Mario. So they're, they're in the show again. So we've kind of got that pre-existing relationship, which is really lovely. And then we've got two new boys, um, Brad and Isaac. And, you know, it's always a bit of a question mark because I hadn't worked with either of them. They were sort of recommended to me through other people. And so you're always a bit like, oh, I hope it's going to be okay. You know, you're never quite sure until you get in there. But, oh, my gosh, like just just such beautiful people and such hard workers and, you know, always willing to throw out suggestions. And, you know, um, you ask, you know, can you try this? And it's like, oh, yeah, of course I could try this. And, you know, <laughs> it's, yeah. Just and the audience senses that great vibe and that, you know, that, that love for working with each other. 100%. And that's really the the kind of the attitude that we want to like the audience to get when they get in the room is that everyone is is happy and just expressing their joy to be there. And I really want the audience to feel kind of enveloped in that. What is next for you after Bombshell? I'm going to sleep a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot. So I also I also have a full-time job. So <laughs> the last few months have been very, very busy for me. So yes, once the show is done, I'm going to have a good long hibernation. Um, and then I actually don't even know what the future holds yet. We'll, we'll wait and see. I'd love to do the show again and, and tour around a bit, but... Um, that's for later in the year. <laughs> well, Bombshell is on February 9 and 10 for Midsummer at Chapel Off Chapel. Josh Sanders, thank you so much for joining us today at 3CR. Thank you. 3CR.